Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to be doing a little catch up with some shout outs, some good old fashioned JW shout outs, and then in our NBA segment, we're going to be going in on some people. James Harden, LeBron James, and this midseason tournament. And we're going to be talking about the Michael Orr situation with the Blindside movie. Ian's going to have strong opinions on that. And I'm sure you look forward to hearing it. Also, we have some train of thought coming up, a juicy train of thought related to our conventions and also some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yo! Spooks at the door early. Yeah, the spook is at the door early. He was creeping up. Yes. <laughs> no lady. Chilling, chilling. I'm like, I ain't want to miss the shout out. So I'm like, let me get in here early. <laughs> Get in and get out. Yeah, I'm still, still waiting on old Rodney, man. He, he, he normally, uh, he normally here. Oh man, how did the back to school all uh, week go? Ah, uh, we're we're still we're still going through it. The first couple days were rough, but yesterday was good, so it looks like today's gonna be good too. So hopefully, it continues that way. Good, good, good. Was she was she nervous? Uh, no, she wanted to go to school, but the problem was, was like halfway into the day, she would start saying she was bored and wouldn't listen. And then like at the end of the day, um, she would cry because they wouldn't let her ride the bus home. We had to like explain to her that like, we're picking you up. Like, that's why you don't have, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so it was, it was kind of, it was kind of rough. Like we, um, we actually had a social worker monitor her a little bit, but we also had to make sure. I think the problem was that the teachers weren't really making sure she was eating, and knowing her, like she'll like eat like two bites and then go back to playing and then not finish her lunch. Uh, that's that's my son. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's my son. He, we we have to. Because if he he has interoception issues, like I, it, it's kind of hard to explain. But like he won't know when he's hungry un- unless it's like he's literally gone all day, and then he'll look up and he'll mm-hmm. be like, "Oh wait, I'm hungry," and it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like my son has to, he's got to kind of dealing with something similar, and um, yeah. you know, we got a he's got a a class aide, a Zika that's that's on staff to help him with stuff. So oh, trust me, man. I know how it goes. I know how it goes. Yeah. He he wanted to do the bus thing too, but like, and we we but we were nervous about it. But we were like, well, maybe when he gets a little older, and now that he's he was you know he he got a little older, he's ten now. We uh, decided to explore that option, but then we got a letter from CPS saying that uh oh by the way we uh we cutting down on the buses uh this this oh. was <laughs> tough for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you can have him take the bus, but you're gonna have to pick him up in the wild 100s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, he gonna have to stand in front of this really dangerous high school to catch the bus as a, as a two year old. But I, I went through the same thing. Like, like when I was what grade was I? I was in second grade, but I had an older brother, so he could wait at the bus stop with me because he's three years older than me. But we still had to wait in front of. Yeah. Uh, 
Calumet High School to catch the bus. And I don't know if you know anything about Calumet High School. Um, no, nah, but, uh, but I, I figure I'll find out. <laughs> it, it, it was it was referenced by Kanye in the in the song Drive Slow. So. Oh, okay. All right. The the yeah. home of the stones. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to be. Right. That's why I first be, uh, uh decided I wanted to become a stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I said yeah, they got Jordans. They got cool haircuts. They got cool jackets. <laughs> That's how they get you. They they show you all that, and then they're like, "Okay, so you're gonna have to shoot this dude." Like, you'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, "Wait, hold on!" Like, I got a book study tonight. I can't go shooting people. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't shoot him, we're gonna jump you. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> same stuff. Same stuff out here. Same stuff out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! What's going on, Rodney? What up? What up? What up? What up? Mongo <laughs> slaying in the building. You got the James Harden up. Yeah, I got to say, I got to represent James today. You know what I mean? I got to represent James. Let's go. Hey, man, before we get into the shout out, well, I, I guess I can incorporate that into the shout out. Yeah, it's been a long time, y'all. Shouldn't have left you. <laughs> Without a dope podcast, except two. Sorry, man, my Zoom, man, they didn't want to. Let me open up my Zoom. I want me to be great today. So, you know, <laughs> sorry I'm late. Before, I'm through the- and, and before we and before we dive into this, the bird, the bird, the bird is a word. Ah. <laughs> All right, I got baby. an award. I got an award for that. Yep, definitely at the end for sure. We definitely gonna get a shout out and some respect on his name. Unlike some people that you know don't remain <laughs> remain nameless. But uh, <laughs> we get, let's get to the show. Let's get into the show. All Dude. right, let's. Let you, you got some shout outs. I got some shout outs. I ain't got nothing, man. All right, shout out oh, to everybody man. out there. Everybody out there coming for me and Vince's head for that last MVP. I mean, our last vibes and stuff episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we said what we said. If y'all had a problem with it, y'all should have showed up on the show. <laughs> I knew he was gonna shout me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just you. It wasn't just you. I ain't had no issue with you. <laughs> oh man. It, it wasn't just you. So shout out to all of them. Check out the new episode. And shout out to shout out to all the brothers who reached out to me after the last episode with very, very encouraging uh um words and thoughts and uh you know, showing that they, you know, gonna go and hold a brother down. And uh, y'all know who y'all are, so I was I was definitely touched by that. So shout out to everybody who reached out to me uh, I, I, after my uh, my 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 moment of vulnerability last week. So that 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 was cool. And shout That's out to up. brothers, shout out to brothers who start the Sunday meeting for field service five minutes after the meeting just ended. <laughs> Why are you so thirsty, bro? Why are you so thirsty? Just, they, just, they, just, you know, just you know why that. it's be, you know why it's because they want to spend that first fifteen minutes getting lunch and then they want to go out. Man, I don't know what they're doing, but it's like it puts a hampering on conversation and fellowship after the meeting because you got a, this brother on the mic and and a lot of times, like to be quite honest with you, a lot of people aren't really planning on going out and field service on Sunday because that's most people's kind of like rest day. Yeah. 
I don't know how it goes with your congregation. What, what time is your Sunday meeting? It's at two thirty, so they Whoa. they tend to they tend to do it uh, earlier in the morning. Like oh. I think they meet. I think they meet during Zoom. Um, but like when it's like when it's at twelve, they'll do it right after the meeting. But when it's at two thirty, um, I, I think there's an option for that. But um, honestly, I'm too busy trying to get home. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Man, do y'all have a two thirty meeting? Yeah, yeah. But it's, Ooh, it's not bad. Honestly, it's not bad because the the hall that I came up in when me and my wife got married. Um, it was at 2.30, and then the next year, it went to 4, and then the year after that, it went to 6. And I was working grave shift at the time, so it was horrible back then. Oh, wow. Wow, so yeah. Like, I had yeah, it, 6 o'clock before. Yeah, 6 o'clock is rough on a Sunday. Some days it's cool, but, like, you know, if I had to work that night, I literally would be, like, leave right after the meeting there's no associating because i gotta go to sleep you know to make sure i wake up in like a couple hours to go to work and yeah it was it was rough it was very rough wow wow okay so you probably don't have to deal with it like us so yeah to those brothers try not to be so thirsty with it like like let the friends fellowship for a good 15 minutes before you hop on a mic and kick everybody out the auditorium the conduct a meeting for field service that nobody's really gonna you know <laughs> gonna wanna, wanna participate in anyway rodney do you have you ever encountered this uh so uh on the flip side for me we were almost victims of a six o'clock meeting but that explains why <laughs> i am on my meeting is on saturdays now because mm. our congregation put up a vote it was either Sunday, actually Sunday at 5.30 or Saturday morning at 10.30. And believe it or not, 10.30, Saturday 10.30 won out by only two votes. Wow. And we lost a lot of friends because of that. But the following year, we put in another vote to stay on Saturday permanently. And Saturday won by like a mile so we ended up staying on saturday so but i will say this and uh, a shout out on top of your shout out uh usually we have field service 10 minutes after our meeting right so unless unless we're having sometimes they be having attended meetings for the assembly and stuff at our hall they choose our hall for some reason and we gotta rush up out of there so We'll just tell the friends, hey, right after the meeting, let's meet up front for field service, get on up out of here, right? Here's my problem with the uh, the going out after the meeting crowd. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Look, turn the camera, I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> See, some of y'all want to <laughs> influence others to go out and field service because you because you want to make yourself look good because you're choosing to go out after the meeting and then want to look at me funny or other people funny when they say they're not going out. But I don't see you going out every Saturday. You just jump up one particular random Saturday and want to say, hey, you going to the meet? You, you going out for your service, guys? Uh, hey, hey, what about you? What about you? Uh, are you going out? It's like, bro, 
<laughs> I don't ever see you out on Saturdays, man. It's like I'll be out in the street. Eat. I'm about to go eat, man. Like, what are you? Are you you trying? You trying to make me feel bad that I ain't going out or something? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> Rodney, like, you better check my resume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just me mugging me while I was doing carts earlier this morning. What you talking about? <laughs> I told you he you was want, gonna pull up on you it, like Luigi, it, man. Right. They gonna you pull up get on you like about Snoop. not going out after the meeting. They gonna pull up on you like Snoop and Baby Boy and roll the window down real slow. As a matter of fact, Ian, yo, I, I, that's how I'm doing friends that go out after the meetings, man. That's how I feel about friends going out after the meetings. I, I, I'm on that. I'm on that mode right now, man. You done woke up a sleeping dog today. I, I'm, that's how I'm gonna be pulling up on the friends that go out after the meeting. Man, so like my meeting, my meeting is at nine thirty. So if we end on time, it's the meeting ends at eleven fifteen. So you know, meeting for field service should probably be around eleven thirty. But like a lot of times, what happens is the brother who gets assigned to take the group out, um, he's he's in a he's he's anxious to get it over with. So mm -hmm. if the meeting ends at eleven fifteen, he's on the stage at eleven twenty on the mic telling everybody to be quiet because we got to meet and i'm thinking first of all we got two back rooms just go in the back room why are you why are you trying to corral everybody out the main auditorium who's trying to associate with each other because you want to hurry up and have to meet for field service just do it in the library yeah. yo yeah. yo Ian, yeah. Ian, check this out we we do meet in the front auditorium you know what happens when they make that that announcement the friends just voluntarily work their way to the back because they know they're not going out and still serving. They continue their conversation. We ain't got to tell the yeah. whole congregation to shut up and all this other stuff. You know, they, they say they breathe. First of all, for those who listening, for those who might not know, usually the meeting for field service after the meeting should not be long anyway. It should just be putting the groups together, say a prayer, and get going. That's that's in writing. That's in writing. Right, they already have gotten their spiritual food from the meeting. So right, we just sat through a two-hour meeting, and you want to try to have a fifteen-minute discussion on the five virgins with the oil, and it's like, what, what are you, what are we talking about? <laughs> I am tapped out, bro. I'm now our friends like the five virgins in the oil. <laughs> My, my my friends are similar to yours they'll start making their way to the back but then it becomes awkward when it's like okay now we got to close in prayer and now everyone really right. got to be quiet so just do that do that in the library man do that in the library yeah yeah just do it there or or you know or, and if you say a prayer is it, it's cool with a few people talking that's a prayer amongst you all in the front you know what i mean like let, let, we not a part of that like i don't know i i just we tried the whole we tried the whole second school thing in the past and you know what was happening in nobody, nobody was showing out. up yeah nobody was showing up so we felt like we changed it because we felt like if people see that people are meeting for field service in the front school that would encourage more people to say oh you know what there is field service out you know what i'm gonna go out for about a half hour or whatever so, well, well, here's the thing, and this was a battle that I was kind of always fighting at when I was the service overseer. You, you got brothers. It, it always really takes one brother to become a, a zealot when it comes to Sunday witnessing, and 
when we when we were coming out of the pandemic and out of COVID, we were having a really, really hard time getting friends to show up in person for the Saturday meetings. And I kept telling certain people who were really, really gung-ho about this Sunday thing, I, I hear you. I support a Sunday group. I've made arrangements for a Sunday group. But until we get the Saturday groups healthy, Sunday is always going to be a hard sell. Mm, right. And right. every time, you know, I shouldn't say every time, but very consistently, somebody was always coming up to me with, with a weird idea to pr promote and, and, and stimulate, you know, participation in Sunday field service. But it's like, yo, like the Saturday groups ain't healthy. Part of the problem with the Saturday groups is that it's a lack of brothers to take the lead. Now, why is that? Some brothers who... It depends on the makeup of your body. Some brothers who have groups also are outgoing speakers. So if they get assigned a talk on a Saturday, guess where they're at? They're giving that talk. They're not gonna be around for their group. So groups have to combine with other groups and then that group might not be very well supported. And it's like, there, there's a lot of pieces that go into it to, to getting the Saturday groups healthy. But if you can't get friends to come out and support robustly enough on Saturday, I'm, I promise you, Sunday is always going to be a hard sell. So get the Saturday, get the Saturday groups healthy first, you know, because one brother had this idea. Ah, why don't we have all that? He wants to get away to our brains. He might follow the five. No, I was all you in it. Yeah, now some why my clear is it? And then they'll come out on Sunday. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, so, so 12. 12 families. Then she ain't gonna get some, but I lost the officer win it. So it's fine. I'm gonna fight on Rosero. So I was gonna go because they getting it. And that's supposed, and the friends are gonna hear about it and go, oh, they had such a good time. Let me come out on Sunday. Like, uh, and, then they, and then they come out for one Sunday and it's not like that. And then they don't come out for another Sunday after that. Like, like my, my, my approach or my preferred approach was to notate the friends who you rarely or never see out on, on Saturday. See what their personal circumstances are like. Maybe they have to work on Saturdays. That's that's very common. Okay, do you have a, do you have, do you, you work on Saturdays? Do you have Sundays off? Man, I would love to work with you on a Sunday. Simple. Yeah. I don't get a chance, I never get a chance to work, see you on Saturday. Can I work with you on a Sunday? Yeah, that's simple. That's simple enough. I'm gonna have to edit out that last part because the the voice I said that in, I think you already know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I gotta shout out. I sound, out. Like, I I sound like Brother Johnson instead of Brother Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you got part of that name right. You got part of that oh. name. Oh, <laughs> oh, the real one, the real one. <laughs> brother, Brother Johnson with the pinky ring. <laughs> He said, I did that voice a little too well. We're going to have to. <laughs> that's that's Brother Sanders' best, best, best rival. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> he refused to play dominoes with him after the last time. Yeah, Brother Sanders don't like him because he's too sadiddy. <laughs> he's too bougie. <laughs> I, I, I got a shout out now that Ian mentioned it. <laughs> shout out to some friends that don't never talk to you, but, you know, 
when they want something, uh, they got yeah. a, a kind suggestion. Uh, as far as field service is concerned, they want to come up to me and say, "Mr. Mr. Mr. Service Overseer, um, how about we do this and how about we do that?" <laughs> First of all, you—I I saw you at the convention. I saw you at the assembly. You know what you did? You walked right past me and say, "Not one thing. <laughs> Not one thing." When when I when I when I give a talk or when I do anything well in the congregation, not that we look for it, you know, we 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 we're trained to practice humility, right? But you know, I've never not once seen you come up to me and say, "Well, you did a good job on your this or good job on that or whatever." Nothing. Every time you come up to me, it's an instruction to do something. <laughs> Mm, I've been there. I've been there. It's like I'm. I'm in that right now, but in a different, in a different situation. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I gotta say this quietly, but, <laughs> but you know, because I'm. He said I gotta say uh, this quietly on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, I got. I gotta say this quietly and not so close to certain walls. Uh, <laughs> But because I um, because I work with mostly witnesses and I'm the head of a department here, um, you know the, the 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 loving the loving Christian spirit is kind of shared with everybody else. But I don't really get it unless somebody needs something. So mm. I I tend to not really get spoken to until like something's gone to crap and now I got to fix it. So you know. Like, <laughs> morning but like you know while everybody's like laughing talking about their vacations that they had i'm over here still putting fires out still fixing stuff yeah so i i, I understand <laughs> they probably like man look at him doing his job he materialistic yeah, no, nah, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. it. It's a different thing for me, but I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, well, you understand where I'm coming from. I know that, <laughs> I know that much. Any more shout outs? Nah, man, that's all I got. Let's get to that would have that would have been my shout out. <laughs> Let me get to the James Harden character, man. It was all good just a week ago, Rodney. You know what? Was it really though? Was it really? Has it ever been all good with this dude? You guys, if you guys have been a listener, uh, avid listener of the Envy Group podcast, I've been one of the James Harden's harshest uh, critics. Ian has been a little bit more, uh, you know, on a kind of on and off with him. And everything, and he's. I've defended him in the past. Yeah, he's defended me, and I and and Ian has successfully converted me over to defending James Harden, even after <laughs> last year, even after <laughs> last year's playoffs. Everybody was going down James Harden's throat when they lost to the Celtics. In but oh. when in reality, he was responsible for two of those wins in that series. But nobody wants to talk about how the MVP uh, of the regular season disappeared in Game Seven yeah. of that. Series, but I, I, I digress. Casper MB. Casper MB, right? But, but James, 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 James. 
<laughs> oh man, we got to put Sporty Odie Dopalicious under this. <laughs> for, for, those yeah. that, for those that don't know, he wanted to be traded from the Sixers, right? He wanted to be traded from the Sixers. But what happened? Nobody wanted to take the bait on James Harden. None of these teams in the NBA wanted to take the bait on James Harden. So now he he's settling to quote unquote stay with the 76ers, but at the same time still protest being on the 76ers. And he calls. You have to, you have to go guy, to a whole other country to do that. Yeah, a whole other country to call the guy that he swore by. For a long time, a snake. A, uh, I mean, and James, I I don't know what to make of this dude, man. He 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 is the Jay Cutler of the NBA. <laughs> I said it. He's got talent. He's a great regular season player. Playoffs. He disappears, and he's a hard teammate to get along with. He, he's just, he, he, he kills me. And now he's at the twilight of his career, wanting to make all these demands. Man, just take your $35 million and play this year out, bro. Yeah. Nobody's trying to hear you. We it was we took it seriously back when we, you was with Houston, and, and you took out your fat suit from the closet and put it on. <laughs> make us believe that you was fat. And then all of a sudden, you hey, pop up hey, with the hey, next right. kitty. I predict, <laughs> I predict he gonna break the fat suit out again. Watch, watch. Come October, yeah. come October, we we gonna see some pictures surfacing of him in that fat suit again. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be him. It's gonna be him in that fat suit and little baby. <laughs> I said enough. What's y'all thoughts on this whole thing, man? Well, no, I, or no. Go ahead, Ian. go ahead, right? Go ahead, go ahead, Nick. Uh, it you know this kind of makes me feel even more joyous because it reminds me that the Brooklyn Nets never would have worked out with three divas on the team. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking Harden was smart because he got out of there quickly. But what if he was a major part of the problem and he was just trying to exit before anybody could really address the fact that he was a major part of the problem? Like, like, what if he got out of there because he knew, like, oh, all the attention is going to be on KD and Kyrie, and ain't nobody going to realize that I was a big part of this screw-up, too. <laughs> like, it, it just, I, I don't get it. Like, to me, he's, like, over in China saying, oh, Daryl Morey is a liar. Well, what do you call a fat suit every time you're unhappy? Like, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's a lie too. Like, he come out, he come out, he come out like Big Mama's house every every yeah. every every fall uh, uh, practice. He yeah, breaks up Big yeah, Mama's house <laughs> fat suit. <laughs> yeah, it it, tri <laughs> it trips me out, man. Like he, he busts out with this fat suit, man. Like Lizzo <laughs> don't know if she want to hate him or be happy for him, like. <laughs> Lizzo didn't call some strays. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just reminded me. I got to I got to award later on. All right, go ahead. I, I could I couldn't leave that one alone. But yeah, it, it, 
I don't I don't know, man. Like it these cats like I get trying to get yourself in a situation where you're gonna win. I understand. But like what I don't get is when when your pivoting doesn't work out, like why it's gotta be everybody's fault but yours. Like, you know, like why why can't you just sit back and say, Okay, well, this didn't work the last two times I did it. So let's not do it again this time. Like it, 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 it's it's a rerun with Harden right now. Just like it was a rerun with Katie when he jumped to the Suns. Like just like it was a rerun with Kyrie and whatever he does. Like why why do they keep thinking these reruns work? Like when it already hasn't worked for them at least two to three times. Like I don't I don't get it. <laughs> And they're not just reruns. They're like mash reruns. Nobody wants to <laughs> them, them honeymooners yeah. reruns. So I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm done defending James Harden, by the way. I'm 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 right there with you, Rod. When when I saw the footage of him in China calling Daryl Morey a liar, saying that he would never play for any organization that he has, I honestly thought it was an AI overdub. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, he's not that stupid, is he? Because his, Bro, the majority of his career has been tied to James, uh, not James, to Daryl Morey. Yep. They're, they're kind of inextricably like connected to each other. I heard that there's a mural of James Harden in Daryl Morey's house when you walk in. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that. So There's also like, one in the little baby's house, but anyway. <laughs> hey, that's completely normal. I got a mural of Lance Stevenson up in my house. <laughs> Lance will oh. make him dance. Indeed, indeed. The GOAT, the real GOAT, Lance Stevenson. <laughs> so, and he, he, you all already touched on it. He goes all the way over to China, to China, to say this. <laughs> and Daryl Morey is decidedly disliked in China, as we all know. Because exactly. Some stuff he said about the government so that was to me that was a soft move number one number yeah, two yeah. this is totally I, anyone looking at this situation knows he made a mistake by opting into this this last year his contract because it, he, clearly there was a, there was a handshake wink wink deal where they said okay opt into your contract james and we'll work out a trade for you because as soon as the season ended we heard james harden winning off of the sixers so no doubt they was like just opt into your contract we'll find a, a, a um a trade a trade team for you or put together a trade package for you and get you out of here clearly no other team or franchise is interested in the james harden experience because they've seen how this movie plays out already if he's on a if he's on our, our our franchise team and he don't want to be here he just he'll just you know what i'm saying he'll, he'll, yeah he'll put break out the fast suit and pout his way out and not show up and have these mysterious injuries and 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 ultimately not show up or if we if we pair him up with another all-star and he flames out in the playoffs he's going to get mad and and demand another trade request so who wants to go through that and, and passively aggressively blame all his other teammates who wants to go through that not a lot of people <laughs> not a lot of people so i promise you philly probably did try to shop him because there were teams that his name was tied to, like the Clippers and the Suns. And those those franchises were like, no, thank you. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> 
So he's mad about it because now he's lost all his leverage because he's already opted in. So now he basically has to play or not not get paid. I don't know how the new contracts are, you know, structured, but he, well, he's owed thirty five million. But will he? Play, but if he doesn't play, will he get it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I know that I know there was something that I read that said that like he could be like severely punished if he doesn't play like like beyond like just like not getting the money like almost like a suspension mm. so you know it is it, it, not looking too good it's not looking too good <laughs> and here's here's two of the other things people aren't talking about they had a chance to, to go for a championship you got james harden you got joel Embiid who just won the mvp you got tyrese maxi you got uh, Matisse Thibault. You you have a squad. You got J. You J. Have Cole. A squad. Who else? You got J. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> you got J. Cole. Oh, Tobias Harris. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of cheeks, but anyway. Yeah, he is. Uh, but you you have a decent He's squad. It's not, like, it's, it's not like it's not like y'all were like the Pacers or the Magic or the Atlanta Hawks this year. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all were right there in the top three. It's not like it's not like y'all were a, a, a whack team. And here's the other part of this that no one's really talking about. Depending on how this James Harden situation plays out, Daryl Morey could stand to lose not just James Harden but Joel Embiid as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, how many times Joel is kind of where else? Yeah, Joel seems like he's kind of tired of this, but I mean, we're also kind of tired of him disappearing in playoffs. True. True. So. He's he's eyeballing <laughs> Miami. Both tired. <laughs> Why everybody want to go to Miami? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> leave them, leave them girls with them BBLs alone, man. <laughs> come, to, come to Chicago, come to Chicago and get cold for a little bit, man. You know, and and let us complain about y'all. You know. <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah, come come to Chicago, eat some Harolds, get shot at a couple times. It's gonna be yeah. fun. Be That's fun, hilarious. Man. That's hilarious. Come to Chicago so we can complain about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> At least we got good food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you hear what? Did you hear what James Harden's uh, agent said, dude? About about him being in the best shape of his life and all of that. You know what I'm tired of, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's three things that I'm tired of seeing and hearing. I'm tired of hearing that. Number one. I'm tired of seeing Kyrie Irving highlights at random gyms, number two. And I'm tired of seeing <laughs> Ben Simmons shoot a three and saying, oh, he's ready for the season. He's shooting a three. Yeah. Like, yeah. those are the most three irritating things that every NBA offseason features. Can we have something different? Can we feature something different during the offseason from NBA yeah. players? Can we talk more about how Aaron Gordon and Nikola Jokic were at like a a, a, a a horse race in Poland or wherever Jokic is from Serbia? <laughs> Let's talk more about that because at least they won a championship. Right, right. They deserve the kickback. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh. I'm gonna add a fourth thing to that. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna add a fourth thing to that. Like, can we can we also stop? Uh, given LeBron opportunities to to talk about how good he is. Oh, <laughs> that's a perfect segue into the next topic of our show. 
what, what's up with LeBron not showing up to his boys a Hall of, Hall of Fame speech uh, over the weekend? And what's up with that? Oh, oh what's up with did? him not showing up to Pau Gasol's uh, jersey retirement? Mr. Top 5 Laker, according to uh, Jimmy Buss. Hey, what's up with him? Uh, what's up with his teachers not showing up to his school and helping them kids get through their <laughs> tests? What, what's up with his kids having the worst GPA in the last three years? What happened with that? No one's talking about that. I remember Man. when he first opened up that school. Man, y'all, y'all opened up a school and, and you, 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 you do it. <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all shooting you rapid fire topics uh, today. Yeah, like, no. like. Like the Gasol thing, I didn't even know about the Gasol thing. I didn't even know about that. I didn't even know about. I did know about the Dwayne Wade thing, like, and that was super disrespectful because it's like, dude, this this man is responsible for half your rings. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How do you not show up to that, bro? He 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 puts a Twitter out. Oh my boy! Oh congratulations! <laughs> oh I can't believe it. Now I, I do think something is up. With the with the LeBron James family, because his son had that mysterious heart attack yeah, in yeah. practice. Um, you know, I, I think his son which is on that. I'm glad, yeah. Which I'm glad that he made it through that because we definitely like more needs to be said about how hard these young athletes are being pushed. Cause there was another one who died recently too. Yeah, the top high school prospect. He died. Yeah. And I don't. That, I don't. More think needs to be said about that. I, I. 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 Very true. However, I do think Bronny James's case is different in that I think he's on that that booger sugar. Um, oh. You. You got a. You got a. You got a kid who has unlimited access to the best conditioning and training in the world, and who's won the genetic lottery, and he has cardiac arrest in practice. Yeah. Rick James already told us cocaine is a heck of a drug. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen a case where a, a, a person under the age of thirty has a has a a heart attack or cardiac arrest and drugs are not involved. Not only not only did he have a heart attack, he was in ICU. Exactly. Man. That that has overdose written all over it, bro. I'm sorry. And he got access to a lot of money, so it's like it's not. It would be nothing for him to score some coke. He got all this pressure on him. He, we know he like white girls, so he probably like that. Yeah, white girl. yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. He, he already was with a white girl. So. I'm sorry, man. He on that. He on that. He on that Griselda, man. He on that cocaine. Paid my mama bills. He on that. Talk to him. But, 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 but yeah. listen, listen, guys, listen, listen. How long ago was that? Like a month ago, man. That was about a month ago. Okay, that's about a month ago, right? And if it was, you giving your, your your you know first talk. I'm just using this as an example. You giving your first talk. You know, it's been a month since uh, my child has been in the hospital. She he she's at home or he's at home doing well. You know, still recovering, but still doing well. You're there for him, and and, and you're giving us your very first talk. And, and you know, there's no access to Zoom. You know, just so happened we'll just throw that in there. No access to Zoom, so you got to see it in person. Uh, I'm gonna go support my boy and, and go uh, see his talk for a little bit. You know, 
tell the kids, hey, I'll be back, man. I got to go, you know, yeah. see my talk. It's only about a you know, half hour. Boom. Listen to it. You know, leave. We got to stay for the whole meeting. Leave. Come back home and be with your kid. So, I mean, I yeah. Ronnie was going went through what he went through. But this is just this is a one-day ceremony. All you have to do, tell Savannah and all that. Hey, you know what? My boy's going in the Hall of Fame. I'll be right back. I'm yeah. going to go, you know, check it out. You know, and then come back to the, you know, yeah. take care of Bronny. It'd be different if we didn't see pictures of the whole family out and about doing stuff recently. Like, if, if it was known, if it wasn't known whether his son was still in the hospital, that'd be different. But we didn't see pictures since then of them being out and about. He's not hospital. He's out in, yeah, he's out and about. I, I see him on Insta, the pictures on Instagram. They're right, they're right there, live. This, this, yeah. Ronnie is doing well. So I don't yeah. want to hear this excuse about, oh, you know, Bronnie, that's why he couldn't make it. No, no, that was a month ago, bro. We seeing pictures yeah. of Bronnie all on, on social media, being with you. These ain't old pictures. These are freshly new pictures with new captions saying Bronnie's doing fine. Yeah. If you can't show up to your boys, Hall of Fame's piece to got him. Bronnie's doing fine. He, we got him off that. You ever ate burgers on a Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Franklin should teach that man how to squabble, man. <laughs> 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 uh-uh, there's, no, there's no excuses for that that one, man. That that's just uh, Yeah. Yeah, man, very shady. I, I must admit, very shady. Um, yeah, they have been pretty up with a shady character. Now, regarding his school, that yeah. that's fill me in on the details with that because I, I was kind of a little sad to hear that. Like that's that's the one. That's kind of like w- one of the endeavors the, of LeBron where I was actually rooting for him for. Like, <laughs> oh man, like, he's starting a school to help at risk youth. Like, okay, I, I hope that I, I was honestly rooting for that. Nick, yeah. I'm going to let you have a flow on this one. <sighs> All right. I'm going to look something up about this. Let me see. <laughs> Give me just a second. I'll get back. From what I understand, LeBron James has had some type of... Uh, the school is, is having issues as far as, um, you know, kids not really putting their all and and, and not really succeeding in this particular school and so yeah i I see yeah i see it here it says that the according to a recent report the i promise school has not produced a single eighth grader who could pass the state math test in the past three years yeah that was it that was it that was it yeah his students test scores are in the bottom five percent of the entire state Dog, like, that is bad. That's, that's Eastside High numbers. Yeah, exactly. That's Eastside High before Joe Clark. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fair Eastside. Yeah, no, none of that. None of that. I'm about to, I'm about, I'm about to add none that on the end of the show. The Eastside, the Fair Eastside remix. 
Yeah, none of that. That's yeah. It's, it's definitely. <laughs> yeah, that made me. I was honestly disappointed in that man. I, I actually was rooting for his school to succeed. Honestly. Yeah, same here. Because these are kids' futures you're talking about here. Yeah, especially after the Nazi dude who used to make soul beats uh, school fail. Like, (laughs) you want (laughs) to shout out to Jamil for that. (laughs) Um, Nazi who makes soul beats. (laughs) You you know, you you see this from these black philanthropists, so to speak. Like, they may be athletes, but of course they're going to have more of a. They're going to have more of an interest in this because they come from those neighborhoods. But to me, it feels like if you're going to have more of an interest, then you should have more of an investment in it, too. Like, you, like, like this type of stuff should not be getting out. Like, and it shouldn't yeah. be getting out because it shouldn't be happening. Like, you know, exactly. like, you got more than enough money. Like, if, if, if you wanted to, this could be your sole focus and all the other owning soccer teams and all that stuff, you don't have to worry about that. This could be your main focus, and it should be, because if your soccer team fails, you're not going to be looked at as a horrible human being. But if you fail with kids, oh, that's all bad. It's not good. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, like like delegate some people that... That, that that could and, care that that have the knowledge who, who've worked in education and who have the credentials to say okay this is what we need for this school this is this curriculum we need to get them you know passing you know whatever state requirements they need to pass like hire someone or delegate somebody to to do that who's worked in education mm-hmm. not not yeah. somebody who's associated with clutch sports yeah you got enough people to you got enough money to hire several people from that area and give them the money that they need that they're not going to get from these public schools like you got the ability to do that and instead we're out here reading stories about this and your son is out here looking like mel from snowfall like come on (laughs) 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 she on that rock (laughs) <laughs> she she on she on rock now. She on rock now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> on rock now. Oh, Rodney, you, you gotta watch Snowfall, bro. I got, I got. Yeah, um, it sounds funny. It sounds funny. I haven't watched Snowfall, but it's. I'm it, it, it's. Up. It's, it's not presented funny, but in retrospect, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of unintentional humor in there, especially with Uncle Jerome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope his story is more like Wanda's. Yeah, I hope so, too. That's I all. Hope so that's too. all. <laughs> so, I hope so, so, so real it's, quick, it's, what's y'all? It's all bad. What, what's your thoughts on this this end season tournament, man? Now, my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I've heard a little bit about it. My understanding is like with the end season tournament, depending on what what the how many wins the team gets against any particular team, it could be the the difference maker. Come come when the playoffs actual playoffs happen with the seating. Did I understand that right? Uh, so let's say let's say let's say that the Clippers and the Lakers play each other in a tourney in a midseason tourney 
and the Clippers lose all four games against the Lakers, but then they beat the Lakers in the tourney, then they would somehow have a higher seeding than the Lakers. Is that is that how I'm understanding it correctly? I think I think so. I didn't look that deep into it, but I did see the groups that were made prior to you know this in season tournament. Did you see the groups yet? No. So here's how they got the group set up. For the Western Conference, they got the Memphis Grizzlies. In Group A, they got the Memphis Grizzlies, the Phoenix Suns, Lakers, Utah, and Portland. And then in the B group, they have Denver, LA Clippers, Pelicans, Mavericks, Rockets. And then in the C group, they got the Kings, Warriors, Timberwolves, Thunder, Spurs. For the East, they have the Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, and Pistons. In the East B group, they have the Bucks, Knicks, Heat, Wizards, and Hornets. So I see they, they trying to balance out the trash teams with the good teams. Uh, and then the C group, which I think is probably going to be the toughest group, the Celtics, Nets, Raptors, Bulls, and Magic. Mm. And it says, before drawing, each team was placed into a pot based on its record from the prior regular season. In each conference, one team from each pot was randomly selected into each of the three groups in that conference. So, um, I guess the then it says the tournament will take place every Tuesday and Friday from November 3rd to the 28th, with the exception of Election Day. It said the only NBA games played on tournament nights will be uh, will be group play games. Group play games will count as regular season games for all purposes. And so it, it, it's a lot of rules to this. It's it, I, I ain't got time. <laughs> we ain't got time to read all. Wait, of okay, this so so, so the but it's, so, it's so the tourney games will roll. Those games will roll into the regular season <laughs> record. Pretty much, they said it says the it starts November third. So November third, Tuesday, whatever games are played Tuesday and Friday, those are tournament games. Any games that are not on Tuesday or Friday, those are just regular. Yeah. So, so the, the 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 team with the most wins in their particular group, what happens? Uh, let's see. It says so. It says knockout rounds. It says the knockout rounds will consist of uh, of single elimination games for eight for eight teams that advance from group play, beginning with the quarterfinals on December fourth and fifth. Teams that win will progress to the neutral site semifinals on December 7th and then the championship on December 9th. Games so again, what what do they get? Like what do they, what, I don't having, know. I, I'm, I'm just, having trouble like ascertaining like what do they get? Do they get are, do they get like automatic playoff seating if they make the playoffs? Like do I'm they get see. home court? Like what's what's the what's the payoff here? It yeah, says rising, rising and league honors. It says for 2023-2024, the in-season tournament prize pool will be uh, uh, allocated to the players on the teams that participate in the knockout rounds 
with allocations increasing depending on how far a team progresses in the tournament. At the conclusion of the in-season tournament, the NBA will name the most valuable player of the competition and the all-tournament team. Selection will be based on players' performance in both group play and knockout rounds. They really ain't saying what the prize is. These these sound like more individual player prizes, and it ain't really mentioning what the team what benefits the team that wins the whole thing. They just get a trophy. I didn't even hear about a trophy. Um, no, you said I an award. Trophy either. Yeah, all they get is a, it, it, all they get is a, a most valuable player of the competition in the all tournament team. So the most valuable player who played on who played the best on Tuesdays and Thursdays in November. Tuesdays and Fridays. So, I'm sorry, Tuesdays and Fridays. It's, it's like, I, I, why should the fans care about this? I, I, I that's why I thought this whole thing was a bad idea to begin with. They'll do it for two years and probably kick it to the curb. I, I don't know. They they got to rework this somehow to find a way to make us care. Yeah. You, you know, this is, this is the first time I've ever used this before, but shut up and dribble. <laughs> <laughs> After hearing all that, all I could think is shut up and dribble. <laughs> it's like, stop. Nobody cares about it. Mm. Dude, this is another tournament that the NBA is creating, like I've said in the past, to reward LeBron James <laughs> so that he can have an advantage over Michael Jordan. LeBron's never won an in-season tournament. <laughs> hey, yeah, this, I mean, it, it, the only thing you can hope for is that it backfires and gives shine to a player who normally wouldn't get shine, like how uh, T.J. Warren went off in the bubble. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's the only that's the only positive. But at the same time, it's like you don't want to like disappear like T.J. Warren after the bubble. Hey, I want the Orlando Magic to win the whole thing. How about that? I want Dylan Brooks to be the MVP. Of course. <laughs> what if Lance Stevenson come out of, out of retirement? And, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know, he already said, I was going to send you guys, I'm, I'll probably send it to you after the podcast, but uh, there's a video circulating of Lance Stevenson saying he wants to play for the Knicks. Yeah, oh. either the Knicks or the Nets. Hey, I'm all for it, man. All for it. Bring the GOAT back. Y'all exile him to China because he was embarrassing LeBron James. But he's going to come back. He's going to come back and win his spot. Yeah. Hey. Knicks, that's y'all answer. If y'all want to win a championship next year or this coming yeah. season, get Lance. Get Lance. You already seen Lance can shoot, miss, get his own rebound, uh, shake somebody, but he can do all of it. And you know what I want Lance to do when he comes back to the Knicks? When they get to the to the NBA finals and, and play whoever they're playing, he should he should go out. You know, and party the night before, and then <laughs> trip by accident, break his leg, and then reenact, uh, you know, the Lakers' iconic moment with uh, what's the guy's name, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> Willis Reed. <laughs> Willis Reed. Yeah, yeah. He come out and do a, have a Willis Reed moment where he comes in and instead of just playing two two series, the. Lance Stevenson is going to play the entire game on one leg and win <laughs> NBA Finals MVP. 
Yeah. Even better, have it be against the Lakers. <laughs> How, yeah, have it be against LeBron James. And let Knicks fans, if y'all listen to this podcast, please do not frown upon this idea. You guys have been struggling for years, man. This this is now fifty years since you guys have won a championship. That's like wild. It's, 50 it, years. it's yeah, like just just take it all in, man. Lance is there. <laughs> just call his name. And he will Lance, make, make him dance. Lance will make him dance. Lance will make him dance. In other media, <laughs> speaking of people that uh, that can't dance, um, <laughs> uh, the or uh, Michael Orr is is um, uh, suing the uh, blind Tui side. family, huh? The Tui family. The Tui family. Yes, the Tui family, not the the movie. The uh, Tui family. Uh, over this uh, false, this false story, this fake story. I couldn't wait to get on this, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? I jumped okay, out my chair when I read this story. Can 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 I have a camera, Rodney? Go ahead, go ahead. Go it's going to us again, y'all. It's going to. I'm gonna, put on I'm gonna put myself on mute so the mic won't go away from Ian's voice. Yeah, let let me mute. <laughs> all right so the blind side this movie i've all let me let me be honest i've always hated this movie when i saw the movie i said you know what i don't know much about football and this particular player but i bet this movie is bs because it was just too white savior centric okay rodney nick so many times i've been around the friends and i've had to bite my tongue about how much i despise this movie because everyone's going on about how such a, a a wonderful and beautiful movie this was and how a great movie. Did you see The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock? It's such a great, and I gotta bite my tongue about how much I hate that movie because if I go into the details about it, it oh, there's Ian, why Ian being negative again? Why is Ian being political? Why is Ian making everything about race? They made him such a dumb, savage caveman in that movie. He could barely look the white woman in the eye. I, I, I despise this movie so much. Like they made him basically like a slave. He couldn't read. He couldn't write. You, you, oh, uh, uh, you, you, he, he got this one gift with, with with football because you know his brains ain't good for anything. So we'll use his body for football, you know, and we'll we'll make this 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 uh benevolent white couple look like the the heroes and the and the good guys and then you come to find out none of that was true in the movie he oh michael michael ain't got nowhere to live michael hungry michael a nice nice white lady take in michael uh, michael michael like football it, it just he was such a a degraded character in my opinion and then you come to find out none of that stuff about him not being able to read and write is true this man was writing and performing plays by second grade they never actually adopted him they just got him to sign over papers that make them conservators of his estate so basically enrich themselves with, with his his earnings from the nfl and the conservatorship is still in place Pause. And it's like when, when uh, uh, real quick, just to, just to clarify, just to clarify, we don't want to leave this small detail out. When was these papers signed? Oh, uh, after he was eighteen. After he was eighteen. So after they already inserted themselves into his life, and he likely didn't know what he was signing. 
Yeah, said he had no idea. They that 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 couple is weird, man. Like like, did you see this social media post out that, that from from a couple years ago that that the uh, Tui lady uh, released that's resurfaced? Did, have you seen this? No, I haven't mm-hmm. seen. It. So she put out a post. I think it was on TikTok or something where she was in a restaurant and there were two black kids sitting at a table together and uh, they noticed they didn't have anything to eat and the 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 the, uh, the manager of the restaurant was getting ready to ask them to leave because they didn't want them if they weren't buying anything they were going to ask them to leave so she asked them what were they doing there and 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 they're like oh we're trying to get three dollars to buy a sandwich so she bought them a meal and then took a picture with them and then make this post about how people need to be more kind to black kids by the way and she's like posed up and hugged up with them and it's like look i i don't i don't look down on people doing acts of kindness for folks but with with her i kind of kind of question the motive a bit like why why have you anointed yourself like the, this white savior of young black men and 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 and, and i don't mean to be like this y'all but like <laughs> in the back of my head i'm thinking like is this some sort of weird fantasy you're trying to live out being around all these young athletic black men i don't know just something i'm putting out there i'm not i'm not saying either way but it's something that crossed my mind yeah, and I and I got something real quick to say to the people out there who are like, "Well, the movie was such and such long ago. Why is he just coming out and saying this right now?" When you examine things and stuff don't seem right, you don't always know. Like, dude obviously said he didn't know what he was signing. How many times do you sign things and you absolutely know what you're signing? And you know, at a at an age that young, like how how many times do we hear about these young artists, hip hop most of the time, who signed these deals when they were teenagers and didn't find out that it was a deal that wasn't gonna make them no kind of money until they were in their late twenties and they couldn't get it rectified until after that. We hear about it all the time in the music industry. So why does this seem so different? Is it different because you like the movie? Is it different because you like Sandra Bullock? We all like Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock ain't have nothing to do with this. All she was was an actor. Right, she an all-star. Yeah, all she, yeah, she an all-star. All she was was an actor. She had nothing to do with the story being fake. But just because you, you're a fan, yeah, like just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean that you gotta accept every little thing as truth. Like, like, yeah, he came out years later after it. He probably well, 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 just well, well, discovered. But, but I, I gotta, I gotta correct something there. All these people saying, "Why is he just now saying something?" They're dumb. They're Generation Z, and they don't know crap. He yeah. he wrote a book the year after the movie came out and went on tour with the book to to set the record straight because I he heard was so about upset that, about the yeah. movie. I heard so about no, that. this is yeah. not him just now coming out and saying something. He been said something on this. It's just that the limelight was so high on the movie at the time. No, it, it was just you were ten years old when the movie came out. So when the book came out, you didn't know nothing about the book. And now you're in 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 in, in your twenties and you're on Al Gore's internet trying to act like you know something and you don't. 
and and I was gonna say this too, uh, by by the movie being such a, a, a big deal, and, and I'm gonna just be honest, the Michael Orr book got ignored and kind of got shunned at yeah. the time. People forget about that. He he got shunned for that book, and then. <laughs> They continued to celebrate the blind side right after that. It was kind of like one of those things where, you know, a, a kid stops the party and wants to tell a dad joke and it, it, it don't land with the rest of the party and they go back to doing what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and the dad joke was actually good. Yeah. You come back years <laughs> later and you're like, oh, he had a point. <laughs> he had a point. Yeah. Oh, oh now he had a point. And, and, and dude, dude. First of all, first of all, I, I'm, I, <laughs> did you do you know the name of their lawyer? The 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 twoies, whatever their name is, lawyer. No, you know his name. Y'all ready for it? <laughs> <laughs> Randall Fishman. Fishman. It's something fishy about that, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that hey, that's a that, that that's a man, by the door type of description, man. This man said, <laughs> this man said, Michael got every dime, every dime he had coming. What? He, he got money from the NFL for being a, 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 yeah. a football player. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I, like, because the the reports I heard. The, the onus is on the Tuies to prove that they did not enrich themselves from his earnings due to conservatorship. Like the onus is on them. I, I hope I hope he honestly has a legal leg to stand on, um, because he was he was clearly exploited in this case. But I don't I don't know all the details of the paperwork honestly. Um, but I do I know. Like he... I was just gonna say I do know whatever arrangement he has is identical to like. What was going on with Britney Spears and her parents? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say he he may have a bit more edge now because of Britney's situation being brought to light. Because um, at least, at least now, there's more of a possibility of him being listened to than maybe there was back then. Because people didn't really know about conservatorships and stuff like that. The, the only downside, I think, is the fact that, like, now that Britney's out of it and she's been going wild as of late, like, <laughs> like, but at the same time, this dude has never seemed like that kind of person. So, yeah. So hopefully it all, hopefully it all works out. Hopefully it gets uh, resolved. Um, <laughs> like they say in the news, thoughts and prayers to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've always hated that movie uh, from the jump, um, and I always had my suspicions about it actually being true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once this came out, I started like remembering how he was portrayed, and I'm like, yeah, that it was pretty. <laughs> Mama on crack. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty like current Mandingoish, like. It was, man. It really was. It did not. It did not sit well with me at all. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, dude, question, question, because this this is being circulated on the internet, and then we'll get to um, train of thought soon. Should Sandra Bullock 
return her Oscar. No, what does that got to do with the no. with the with the lie that they told? Like, why are you trying to why are you trying to have accountability for everybody except the people who did the crime? Yeah, it's it's just it's just like remember when uh when homeboy uh Mayor Shala Ali shout out to him he's from Oakland um mm-hmm. it was just like when he won that Oscar for the Green Book. And then that dude's family came out and was like, yeah, the majority of what they, the majority of the story that the, that the, 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 the dude who was driving him was the one who told the majority of the story. And they were like, yeah, the majority of that is the truth. He shouldn't have to give that back because he was, he was acting a role. He was, he was playing it like, and you know, most of these things they're based on, but that don't mean that they're completely aligned with what the story is. So it's like the actor can only go off of what, you know, what guidance they're being given by the directors and the story writers and stuff like that. And that's real. Yeah, on the script, that has no bearing on how they acted. If they acted their butt off and they got an Oscar for it, they deserve that. Now, if the movie script or got some type of award and the story turned out to not be true, then maybe you could talk about that award, but not the acting award. And if anything, getting back to that Greenwood point, I mean, Green Book point, yeah, Greenwood, shout out to Greenwood. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, it was it, i remember it being an argument that he, he, he should have been nominated for best actor for that instead mm-hmm. of supporting actor yeah i forgot only gripe, that was my only gripe with the movie but you know it is what it is i could tell you know it was narrated by not him but you know and that's why they didn't deem him the main actor so it is what it is but yeah i don't think sandra bullock should return her oscar she has nothing to do with what happened with this with this family that took yeah. advantage of a young black man yeah. Has nothing to do and with st- yeah and stop sending her hate, hate messages on social media y'all are idiots like really and she like, just lost her spouse didn't she yeah she just lost her spouse just man. recently, right before this, the internet, started. the internet is dumb, man. The internet is dumb. Super dumb. Like, things super on mind, man. I hate that people born in the year two thousand can get get on the same internet as me, as get on Al Gore's internet, as I put it, and and and, and actually express <laughs> ill-informed opinions and think they actually yeah. saying something. Yeah. There should be two internets. There should be one for yeah. people <laughs> born after a certain year and born before a certain year, man. Dog, you, you hey. spitting. It, it, it's just like how when I'm on the freeway and I'm being like held up by trucks and I'm like, yeah, there needs to be like an underground freeway where all the trucks can go so that like normal cars can just like coast. That, that It's the same thing with the internet. There needs to be like two separate <laughs> Like it needs to be two separate ones, and the <laughs> and the regular people one needs to have like a heavy password lock. <laughs> Indeed, hey, bro. Hey, Sandra, 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 come here, come here. Let me talk to you for a sec. Let me talk. Yo, I got brother Sanders in the backyard. He took us <laughs> some ribs. You know, if you want some hot dogs, he already made those. We got barbecue. Come on over. Come on over. You you still invited to MVP's cookout? 
Like, <laughs> come on through. Yeah, definitely. You, you'll be all definitely. right. We'll talk about the yeah. death of your husband, and we'll give you. We'll, we'll get a, some Sister Williams to start a Bible study with you. <laughs> right. Give you. Give you a hope for the future. Give you a hope for. And on the and on the low, and on the low, we're gonna tell you that Speed was one of our favorite movies. Back <laughs> <laughs> and just don't just don't drink just don't drink out of one of brother sanders red uh plastic cups that he got yeah. in the parking lot <laughs> yeah those are his specifically oh, oh yeah yeah you can't drink out of those you turn into something don't turn into something. <laughs> yeah he, he got that th- he got that thunderbird in there so you gotta <laughs> Like that's that's why he keep it in his Astro van. He don't bring that to the to the actual to, to the <laughs> congregational part of the picnic. He keep that in the parking lot. Wow. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, man, bro, yeah, brother Sanders used to be known as a pimp named Pinky back in the day. He just see some things in life, and so he's still working on it. He's still working. Hey, speaking of Brother Sanders, I got breaking news, man. I got breaking news. Uh, Brother Sanders about to drop an intro soon, man. So y'all be on the lookout. Oh, snap. Oh, no. Okay. New Brother Sanders mixtape, man. Coming soon, man. Is he is he, is he is he on that Griselda tip or he on that smooth, smoothed out, laid back tip again? It depends on what he drinking, man. It all depends on what he drinking that day. So we'll see. All right. All right. <laughs> Hey, I heard he on that Bell Div DeVoe that smoothed out uh, hip hop on the R and B too. <laughs> hey, hey, that that was a strong era right there, the early nineties. You know what I mean? That, 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 that early nineties, they were doing some real singing back when he had the Coop Deville. Bro, Sanders had the Coop Deville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because he was working on the El Dorado in the garage, man. You know I mean? <laughs> With the bench seats. You know? And and the tarbinator, the tarbinator for the Sister uh, Williams uh, study. <laughs> the tarbinator, <laughs> the tarbinator. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, let's go to commercial break, man. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Let's do that. Did you know that every seven minutes a black person is born in this country without soul? Hello, I'm B.B. King. Won't you help Don Simmons and the thousands of others that suffer from this tragic disorder? Its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. Let's take a look. I think the Republican Party has done one heck of a job. Don't you, June? I'll say, Ward. We Republicans have turned this country around. Safety and good mileage are the two things I looked for in a new car. That's why I bought a Volvo station wagon. Hi, I'm president of the David Hartman fan club here in Glendale. I've even met David Hartman once. What a neat guy. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cherry. A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cheru. Good luck will rub off when I shake hands with you. This is B.B. King saying, won't you please give so that Don Simmons here and so many others can become useful members of society. Or below me a kiss and that's lucky too. Right to blacks without soul. 
Post Office Box 1305A, Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you. All right, we back. <laughs> All right, man. MVP trainer call, we back. <laughs> what you got for us, man? Man, I have a nice question for you all. Um, as we know, uh, convention season has, has concluded. Assembly season has returned. <laughs> yes, it has. Yes, it has. Much like, much, much like Escobar season. Um, <laughs> what is the wildest disruption to a convention or assembly you all have personally experienced? Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. So... Uh, I know we've talked about this, um, Nick, in some of my Twitch sets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you you mentioned to us what, what's the name of the stadium that's that's real famous in San Jose? The Cow Palace. It's Cow in San Palace. Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. 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 That sounds prestigious. The Cow Palace. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's it, 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 smell, it smells exact. It smells exactly like what it's named. Yeah. Hey, hey. No, no. Yo, Ian, Ian, true story, true story. We so I'm DJing a set on Twitch, man, and uh shout out to Brown Vegan, but yeah, you it was a couple of people that's from I don't know, San Francisco, and, and you guys went on a full blown con- conversation about how terrible Cow Palace was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and on, and on the low, I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of missed it this year. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, I kind of, I kind of missed. Wait, it. wait, like, wait, wait! Pump the brakes! Pump the brakes! You missed Cal Palace, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I didn't had experiences there, man. It, it, it's just it's something about <laughs> like I, I'm I'm happy that we have the assembly halls to be able to to have these so there's certain drama that we don't gotta deal with when entertaining a spot out in the world but at the same time i kind of missed that drama a little bit i'm not gonna lie there's a part of me that missed it but was also glad that i didn't have to deal with it with child like (laughs) Mm. dude you sound like me and and my feelings about (laughs) hawthorne racetrack yeah dude that's what i was about to get to i was about to that was our cow palace pretty much it was hard to racetrack you smell the horse you you smell the horse doo-doo as soon as you pull up to the parking lot hey but but, but you could also still or taste a horse a horse race a horse racetrack a cow palace it, it's it's funny how it's similar and it all got to deal with livestock <laughs> <laughs> what you say man <laughs> I, I, I was just no. thinking about the Danishes and the Shastas. Oh man! Oh yeah! Let's get them Danishes too. <laughs> oh man, they was they was they was fresh out the factory too. Yeah. But but go ahead, Rodney. Oh, uh, so also shout out to Julia, Sam Rogers. You know, throwback one of the one of the OGs. Uh, come back to the truth, bro. But anyway, <laughs> um, I was with Sam Rogers, um, and usually they used to sit. At Hawthorne Racetrack, you had the third floor, which, you know, if you came late, you had, you was accustomed to just going to sit in the third floor. And it was outside, <laughs> heat rises, so it was always hot up there. And but it also had that breeze, though. It did have a little breeze, depending on where you sat. Um, but then also there's, they do have like a, a, a fence at the top, and there's birds up there. But sometimes 
there's birds that fly in and sometimes they're not above the fence so one day this little boy <laughs> was sitting across i'm sitting on the edge seat it's this boy sitting on the edge seat so me and stan we goofing around with this little boy because he's like being bad the whole time and we kind of like adding on to him being bad by making faces and uh making him throw up the forks and so uh, <laughs> So, so all of a sudden, you know how you, you know, you stop doing that for after a while. You start paying attention, right? So you paying attention and the little boy kind of settled down, right? Because we stopped messing with him. Next thing you know, wild bird dropped a bomb. It barely missed him. It barely missed him and hit his armrest. And he saw Man. the whole thing happen. And why he just jump out and say, oh man, what's going on? And the next thing you know, his mom popped him in his mouth so hard. <laughs> popped him, I mean, backhanded, like knuckles and all. Boom, get your boom, get your and she's shaking him. Boom, me and Stan literally was in tears laughing for that's a shame man that's abuse that's not cool why you do that <laughs> dude, we we dude, we was laughing so hard man he kept looking at us to see if we was laughing too man <laughs> <laughs> we was laughing at him so hard man it, it was it it was hilarious dude hilarious <laughs> all right all right i got a couple I got a couple. Unless you got some, Nick. Uh, I'll let you go first. I'm still trying to remember some other ones. Yeah, I got some whoppers. So, um, Rodney, you might have heard about one of these disruptions. It was at a, uh, it was at a, a convention. I want to say it was 2019. Uh, two Caucasian gentlemen. I noticed them on Saturday. Now, the disruption happened on Sunday, but I noticed them on Saturday because they were kind of like walking around, but they were dressed like, for all intents and purposes, they kind of dressed like farmers, like, you know, overalls, flannel shirts. So they, of course, they, they stood out. And um, they look like they didn't lynch some people, huh? Exactly. So my, I was already, <laughs> I was already on some, yo, watch them two over there. Like, I don't know what they about. For, I, 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 don't, I don't know folks over there. I don't know Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know Chief over there. <laughs> hey, Ian, so, it was like that. Hey, Ian, it was like that episode of Great Debaters when uh, Denzel was in the car. Oh, I never seen the movie. Case. I never seen the movie. It was a scene where Denzel pulled up on some KKKs, hanging a uh, lynching somebody, <laughs> and they all took around looked at Denzel and slowly like backed out and ran over some KKK. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an intense scene, but go ahead. Uh, so. Sunday, I see them walking around Saturday. You know, I just figure, okay, maybe they somebody's Bible study or whatever. Sunday rolls around and halfway through the morning session. Now, I was working as an attendant, but I, my station was like at the door by the, you know, you know, like the door on your way to the, um, to the coat rooms, to the coat checkout in Romeoville. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, like right there by the chairman's office um, or the chairman's room halfway through the morning program they stand up 
in the in the in the middle of the assembly hall start yelling out Jesus is Lord, Jesus is God, Jesus is King. And the attendants were on them instantly, okay? Because um, we had just had that training video. So the attendants are on them instantly. It's like it's like seven, eight attendants. They immediately get up, get over there, surround them, escort them out. You know, the 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 brother who was speaking, whose talk they interrupted, he handled it extremely well. Um, in fact, I, I made sure I sought him out and said some encouraging words to him afterwards. And they escorted him out the assembly hall and they hop back in a pickup truck with Indiana plates and mm. and they take off. Now, this the it was that was a little wild, but what was wilder was the stories and the rumors about what happened that were already spreading by the time I got out of the uh, assembly program that Sunday because we were on that text group circle, you know, with, with, with Vic and, and Javon and all them. And they're talking yeah. about the disruption. And they're, they're at there. They're, it's all types of details that have been added on to the story. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting there going like, I was there, y'all. Ain't none of that happened. Like, like it, it, it was it was rumors that like they tried to fight people. Just just a bunch of crazy. I was like, no, nah, y'all, that was my convention. I was there and then none of that happened. And, um, you know, that was, I, I think, um, I, my, my father-in-law, he was also, a, um, an attendant who was, who was closer to them. Cause I remember he had to hurry up and put his shoes back on. Cause he had took his shoes off when they, st- <laughs> when they, when they disrupted the program. So he had to hurry up and get back there too. So that was, that was one disruption. The, another disruption was at a convention at, um, back when we were still at NIU. And I don't know if you were at this one, Rodney, but a brother got on the platform and to give his talk. And as soon as he was getting ready to start his talk, all of a sudden through the PA system, Move Your Body by Nina Sky just started playing. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Through the whole PA system in the stadium. And I'm thinking like, I'm sitting there thinking like, is this an illustration? Is it? Did they play that on purpose to move a, to make a point about worldly music or something? It's like, oh, that's going through my head because it, it played for a good sixty seconds with no interruption. Wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! Man, I know every, every, after sixty seconds, everybody's kind of looking at each other like, okay, what? It was. Is this part of the talk? Like, what's going on? Come to find out, somebody switched some some chord. They put plugged the, the wrong chord into the wrong input. As he was getting up there to give his talk, and he plugged it into the local radio, and instead of <laughs> his mic audio coming through, the radio came through, and it was Nina Sky and Your Body. They wow. better be glad it was that. <laughs> I know, I know. What that's, if it was that's like one of, I know that's like one of the lightest songs. Like imagine feel some fifty. <laughs> yeah, or or, or, um, or Shana, or Shana, I was getting some. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> That happened. That happened during the meeting for field service once. <laughs> hey, wait, I, wait, what happened? So it was me for field I, I service. I got a similar story to that. <laughs> it, it was me for field service. Brother, brother, phone come go off. He had dump this dummy makes his ringtone. Shana, wow, some, and it was the explicit version. Wow. Oh, nah. So 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 the brother's sitting there, you know, brother conducting me for field service. Next thing you know, you hear get 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 <laughs> I, 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 I was 
getting get. You see, brother, struggle, struggle, trying to wow. turn his phone off. <laughs> yeah, man, but that Nina Scott, I was, I was, that was crazy, man. That was crazy. That's um, wild. <laughs> and it played for like a good solid sixty seconds, bro. We're all sitting there going, like, what is going on? Like, is is this is this part of the program? Then, <laughs> then recently, um, not at the last. The, well, the last, I guess this would have been the last circuit assembly. And then, and what was that? December, January? December. They were interviewing our new CO uh, and his wife, uh, Benny and Megan. Real, real cool uh, CO. Benny, and they, shout out to Benny. Yeah, shout out to him. He awesome. I saw him over the weekend. Oh, where? Yeah, I went to the last convention. Ah, okay, okay. Hey, hey, real quick. You said his name is Benny? It, well, his, we call him Benny. His real name is Benoit. I was about to say, so basically when he's about to come to y'all hall, to your guys' hall, are you like, the butcher coming? <laughs> <laughs> no, we should start. <laughs> we should definitely start. Hey, so, yo. So, so they're 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 getting they're doing their interview they're they're getting interviewed about you know how they came up in the truth and how they got into the circuit work and everything and in the middle uh right after the brother interviewed them asked a question you know that split second of silence before they answer and that split second of silence before they they he he asked his wife right, right when he asked his wife a question somebody probably a little kid somewhere in the front of the assembly hall let out the loudest fart Oh. I mean, it was it was loud. It was That'll loud. It was a it was a, it was a genuine cheek slapper, man. Like <laughs> that will and never like, not and be like funny. when it when it when it let off, everybody's head turns forward. That part of the assembly hall, like kind of like and I could tell like the CEO and his wife heard it too on stage <laughs> 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 and like listen man me and my wife and this other sister in the hall and her best friend um, who's a goofball they're, in the, they're sitting in the row behind us and we can hear them snickering so it's making us snicker more we're <laughs> we just dying and then afterwards <laughs> we were talking about it the sister who was sitting behind us she was like man that sounded like that hurts <laughs> <laughs> That's painful right there. I mean, it was a it was a soul splitting fart. Like it was extremely loud. <laughs> like, and it was like right when there was like a little moment of silence too. I'm like, oh my god, who oh, was that? Man. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> Soul splitting parts. <laughs> oh man, I ain't I ain't had no disruptions like that, but I, I <laughs> I'm pretty sure this happened when I was doing parking, but I know it happened at an assembly that I was at. I didn't hear about it until later because I was outside, but <laughs> I guess at some point, um. <laughs> I don't know if this person had like a, a mental illness or anything. Uh, the, the 
the story varies from it being a kid to it being an adult. But at some point during the talk, somebody like snuck by and got into the baptism pool and was like swimming in it. (laughs) 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 And they had to like, and the attendants basically had to like go in there and get them out. (laughs) What? Yeah, so it, it was. I just remember hearing about it. I was like doing parking, and, and they had us like rush back, and it was like, yeah, somebody was swimming in the baptism pool. <laughs> wow! Like, like during a talk, like not like not like during like lunchtime or nothing. Like no, during a talk. Talk <laughs> during a talk, and. And according to some people that were there, you could hear like the swishing and stuff of them like swimming around in the baptism pool and the attendants trying to be like quiet, but also being like loud, trying to get the person out. Like, I wish I was there when it happened, but like, yeah, I I remember like that was that was one of the craziest ones. Like, (laughs) wow. Yeah, I guess they got hot or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i need to go for a dip (laughs) right yeah yeah they they had these they had these spots in the cow palace that are supposed to be open for ventilation but it also like lets the sun in so like every once in a while you'll get like a sunbeam on somebody and and it's kind of funny because it'll always be like around the time when like you know they're they're talking about something that you shouldn't be doing and then the sunbeam hits a person and it's like oh i guess that's who's doing it (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the secret center yeah it's just jehovah like them them right there like (laughs) and he be going metro all the time Right. <laughs> Don't ever go out with the group. <laughs> oh. oh man. You got any more for us here? Um, yes, I do actually. It's a quick one. Uh, because I know you're short on time. What rapper would you love or rappers would you love to see coming to the truth and a and, and actually work with out in service with? E forty. Oh man, that's a good E forty because oh. I know the the language being applied to <laughs> spiritual things would be hilarious. <laughs> and I'd be able to do my impersonation of them that I had been doing for for years since I was a kid. Like that that would be funny. <laughs> Ah, oh, dude, I would love to hear a presentation by E40. <laughs> yeah. For me, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Danny Brown all of a sudden. Like, right, right, right out here trying to scare the hoes and the kids. Yeah. <laughs> scan the witnesses, scan the, the, the pioneers, scan the COs. Like, See, that could could go two ways. Either he will still be slightly himself and he'll just be like spiritual, but like a a really like a G-rated hilarious version of himself that'll still be fun to be around. Or he'll feel like he can't be himself at all and he'll be like completely subdued. (laughs) (laughs) I can see him like giving a presentation and letting out that that laugh of his. That laugh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> she once the system is done, everything will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted me to enjoy life. <laughs> <laughs> Told me to listen, obey, and be blessed. Hey, he halfway there. He already went to rehab. <laughs> he need he needed to go to rehab. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Shout out to him for that. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Ian. What's yours, man? <laughs> Oh man, you already know the answer to this. Griselda, baby. <laughs> Griselda, the whole Griselda. <laughs> I need them in my group. Imagine, imagine you hear a knock at the door and you look out there and it's me and Conway and Westside Gun standing out there. You gotta open the door and see yeah, what we you want. You gotta open the door gotcha. and see exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I imagine I, them in like in like shirts and ties, but they would still have on their Griselda chains. <laughs> and then hey and, and instead of a, a, a field service hat they, they got like a buffalo bills hat on or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey rod when the, when a neighbor comes to the door if i'm working with conway i'm gonna be like talk to him <laughs> <laughs> hey hey off the bat off the bat i already feel for the brothers who are doing the mic because whenever conway had the answer they got to figure out which side to <laughs> <laughs> I know that's messed up, but <laughs> and they be like the, the household be like, who is it? It's the butcher, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be funny. That, that would be hilarious. <laughs> hey, those are good ones. Those are good ones, man. Danny Brown, E Forty, and Griselda, man. That's that's yeah, a car group man. right there, man. We should all, hey, hey, all do street work, man, and jump on everybody that's on the carts, man. <laughs> tell them how we used to do it. You show them how we used to do it. You know? <laughs> hey, in hey, the paradise, I think Mizzou is going to be hilarious, too. <laughs> show this. Show this. Hey, speaking of that, I we got some awards. Like Bob is here. <laughs> oh, oh, we got hey, hey, he was he was already on some like real positive like drug free stuff too because you know in that song don't puff lies if you smoke crack sam prepared you're gonna die <laughs> like, like he's warning y'all he's warning y'all like stay away from that stuff man. right right <laughs> Man. Oh, man. I'm going to have some more Griselda quotes next week, man. <laughs> Brother, Brother Sanders Award, who y'all got, man? Man, a rugby player by the name of, uh, you might have heard of her, Rodney. Uh, Liz Tafuna? No, I never heard of her. Yeah, Liz Tafuna, last name T-A-F-U-N-A. Oh, man. She is amazing. Like, side-eye ward. <laughs> Oh yes, 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 yes. I seen her before. She be knocking over chicks, bro. Yeah, I forgot I what thing she plays. I seen, I seen her before. Yeah, she's she's definitely a beast. She's a beast. 
Uh, mine's go oh, to okay. uh, uh, Dia Joy Music. Her name is Nadia Joy. She's a bassist. And uh, hey, man, she be playing bass lines to all types of stuff, man. All Nadia Joy. That sounds familiar. Yep, Nadia Joy, man. She's from the UK. And uh, she played the, the bass. Skinny, guitar. The skinny, light skinned chick. She's a little light skinned. Yeah, she light skinned. Okay, I think I've got, seen her before. Got a little curly hair. Yeah, now I'm getting all these bases, and you know, ever since you know, you know, your last shout out, Nisa Strings. So, yeah, Nisa Strings. So now I'm getting all these, 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 you know, how the algorithm do. Uh, Big Hair Rico Award. We gonna skip Nick for another day. Uh, don't want him no yeah. signing no pink slips. Big Hair Rico Award, man. Mine's go to Usher and Kiki Palmer, man. Dude, hey. why y'all? Why y'all hey. stirring the pot, bro? Look, get get yeah. over. Why why are y'all trying to jump back in the conversation, man? That's old news, man. Okay. Oh, I ain't heard about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's dude. I guess Kiki Palmer had had basically went to a Usher concert in Las Vegas. I heard and, about the initial con, you know. You know, that whole buckle. thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, now they came out with a video together and she's talking about uh you know she's making mother references throughout the song basically quoting what he said in the tweet about her and all that other stuff and i'm like man why why do we need this why why I heard are we that they, visiting this i heard that they broke up yeah they broke up like, yeah so it's like up. you're gonna it's like you're gonna you know mess up things for your child all for your quote-unquote independence Dude, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. I'm eating my banana. Nobody, nobody's trying to see that. Oh, they get a uh, S is the oldest award too. While you're at it, <laughs> they get a um. I, I'm giving my my S is old to uh, the Blind Side. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And mine's mine's goes to Scotty Pippen as well. Oh, what's he doing now? Scotty still talking? So he, now he says. Oh, the reason why I didn't play well during the beginning of my career is because I was too busy partying and doing all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, Scotty, man, shut up. Bro. <laughs> Just shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. You're making yourself sound even worse. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. What's up, What's up? Scotty? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you got one uh, Essence of Odin's award. Yeah, my Essence of Odin's award goes to Melvin Mill. Melvin Mill, that man. Melvin Mill, that Melvin Mill Glover, aka Melly Mill. <laughs> <laughs> the message. <laughs> much respect. Much respect to what you have done for hip hop. Never do that again. <laughs> bro how do you release a, a diss track so bad you have to issue an apology afterwards yeah never never do that again never do that again <laughs> i have no issue I, I i have no issue with that because if somebody fart i want to and, and out loud i want them to say <laughs> i want them to say excuse me and be respectful so yeah the the, the track was a fart uh, <laughs> a fart yeah. in the face of hip hop. Yeah, a fart to the face a, of hip hop. Yeah, a fart in the face of hip hop. Apologize for it. So I'm. I, 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 <laughs> thank you. Thank One, you, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
<laughs> I know. Like, I didn't know if he was dissing Eminem or making a song for my child. Like, <laughs> like I was hoping it was AI. To be quite honest with you, I know ABC. I know this yeah. man. Get that. Get that Fruit Loops diss up out of here, man. Yeah. Rah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me stop, man, before I start really roasting this dude. Uh, <laughs> Cuddy Award. <laughs> you know what it's going to <laughs> But I'm going to let y'all go first. My Cuddy Award is going to Michael Orr. Oh, big time. Big time. To add on top of yours, man. All the black people that was at the Riverboat Rumble. <laughs> oh yes. How yeah. could we not? How could we not give you a Cuddy Award? Yeah, How shout out to my dude. Yeah. Shout out to my dude, young Aquaman. Like <laughs> Aquaman. Killing, Aquaman. Single handed yeah, single handedly killing like years of generational lies about black people and swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I heard somebody say Shagil's Sha- O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille's O'Neal, wow. <laughs> Dude, in the chair, man. The, 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 the hat throw in the chair, man. Hey, that's the new thing, man. Like, <laughs> if, if if a black dude throw their hat. I know. We got to be we gotta be looking in the skies now. We got to make sure we got to look in the air for hats being thrown in the air. <laughs> that means something's happening. And hey, and you know, hey, and, and you know what? When it's graduation time, we're gonna be all kind of confused. Like Mary Tyler Moore, man. It's gonna be all kind of black black people picking up chairs. Like, wait, 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 are we graduating? Are we uh? Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it is it June? Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, low key. I think somebody said they spotted Brother Sanders there, but he's denying all the allegations. Hey, I thought I thought that uh, Chair Dude was Brother Sanders' uh, cousin. Hey, man. <laughs> Brother, Brother Sanders got that chair. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Let me get this chair. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! That man, dude, that was the fight heard around the world, baby. Eight five, hey, 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 move over nine eleven, eight five, <laughs> eight, eight five. five. Never forget. Never How forget. How about that? How about them apples? <laughs> oh, eight five. Well, my cutie. <laughs> in contrary to what Ian thought, my cutie award goes to Vince. My Cuddy Award goes to Vince because Ian's been struggling lately <laughs> with, with with our availability for vibes and stuff. But Vince has been one of the MVPs of vibes and stuff because when Yeah, Vince Vince been showing us, up, man. Vince yeah, been showing when, up. When the, when the rest of us haven't been able to, Vince has been there. So that's my award for Vince is the Cuddy Award. He definitely deserves it for always showing up. Yeah, shout out to Vince, man. Shout out to Vince. Yeah, he all star. Hey, low key, low key. Hey, man. He <laughs> hey, back in the day, Vince used to cahoot too. Vince oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I knew. He had that. He had that Magic Johnson game. It was just glued to the floor. He had them no look passes. Like I used to love playing with Vince on. Playing basketball, so Vince, are you listening, man? 
big shout out to you, man. I still don't agree with your Magoo take, but it's it's fine. Yeah. You're doing yeah, great. I had yeah, I had frustrations when uh Vince uh started singing black eyed peas when Ian said running. <laughs> but he did so, catch it. So he did catch it. He did he did catch it. He did catch it. <laughs> but but this award ain't about that. This award is about his always showing up for the home. So shout out and, to and, him. and you know what? Mill Carton Award goes to us, Nick. <laughs> yeah, it does. Milk Carton Award goes to us. We get the, we'll get the Milk Carton Award, man. How about yeah. that? Man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Milk Carton Award. Where my people at, man? Where my people not, at? Not just <laughs> not just us. That, not just us. To all, all them people in that group chat, man. A day, y'all, Jason. You know, old head Jason. Uh, <laughs> you know, Rome, Fennel, all y'all. You know, y'all get this award too. Yeah, we we can all we can yeah. share this award. We'll just keep it at my house. <laughs> yeah, we'll all have our names engraved on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll rotate it. It'll it'll be at all of our houses <laughs> eventually. Yeah, that's a but yo. Uh, hey, and and on and on the low, just to go back to the Cuddy Award. Vince shared some stuff that he's working on. All I gotta say is, whew, that's all I gotta say. Nice. Yeah, nice. he's been busy. When it drops, when it, when it drops, you're gonna be hearing Vinny Vintage, definitely. Nice, nice. It's a shame what happened to my boy Magoo. Yeah. Indeed, yeah, indeed, man. He chilling yeah, with Pee Wee Herman now. Yep, he chilling, man. He chilling. Hey, and, and I just want to, I just want to mention this one thing before I go, man. The Magoo thing really hit me, uh, not because of the fact that you know, um, you know, I did, I did listen to his albums, you know, with his collaboration albums with Timbaland. I thought they were they were pretty decent, you know, and and you know, Magoo wasn't the greatest rapper of all time or anything, but he fit what yeah. Timbaland was trying to do in his vision, and I heard that. And I also heard that Magoo was really like the old head of the bunch and trying to kind of promote everybody else in that crew, like Genuine and, and Aaliyah and all of them, that, Missy and all of them that was a part of that that crew. So he kind of, I don't think he was trying to be this big name rapper. I think he was just being of assistance to good friends yeah. and supplying yeah. his, his, his lyrical talent to the world. And I thought he had some clever stuff some clever rhymes you know what i mean yeah. he would it wasn't and off the page yeah but he and he was part rhymes. of that yeah and he was part of that og sbi crew him timlin and pharrell so exactly so he's been there yeah so he's been there since the beginning like yeah I heard a, I heard a track that they did and it definitely was on some wannabe tribe called quest stuff but it was dope mm. yeah was, yeah i remember really uh Shout, shout out to DJ Boogie Man. He actually did a whole set playing all of that music from that era, strictly, mm. and put me on to some stuff I ain't never heard before from Pharrell. Yeah, shout Bell out to Boogie Man. But yeah, man, like you know, <laughs> shout out to Magoo, man. It just brought attention to the fact when the thing that really set me aback was the age, like fifty, man. That's that's hitting yeah. close to home, fellas. Like, yeah. I just want to say this yeah. on this show. Like, take care of yourselves, man, and get yeah. get your checkups, doctor's appointments. Like, I got my heart looked at a couple of years ago. I, I, I went and got a scan as soon as I turned 40. 
like stay on top of that stuff man because i don't like the doctor like the next person but you know i value my life and you know it was too many it was around a time when i went and took that heart scan it was around a time where a lot of dudes around my age was like dying of heart attacks uh, uh, in circuit 19. Uh, so it was like yo like it, it kind of woke me up and i'm like man i need to get myself checked out so like 50 is a young age man I i'm trying to get past 50 if the system lasts long enough so yeah and just take care of y'all man the more you know yeah you yeah yeah, I yeah, probably exactly. shouldn't eat this Popeyes. I'm about to go 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 buy <laughs> <laughs> that cream chicken. <laughs> I'm gonna be in my car celebrating as I eat it too, just like just like that episode oh, of Atlanta. <laughs> don't yeah, like don't give me that brother. <laughs> No, no okay. lie. That no lie. That's what I was eating right before my therapy appointment yesterday. I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I can smell it from across thing. the street, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst kind of thing. But hey, we we all got to do better, man. We got to make sure we're here for our kids, for our spouses, you know, for our friends. You know, we like I'm I'm turning forty this month, man, and it's weird. Like I I. I it, weird to catch up to how I've been feeling for the last five years. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, you know it, it, it's, we got, we got to do what we can. Like, we got to just make sure we're here. Like, that's all. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. Any more, it's a shame. Anybody else doubt this week? <laughs> Shoot, I, I was can't, gonna say it's a shame. It's a shame what happened to James' career's heart and uh, James, James, James Harden's career. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a shame what happened to that lady's carburetor, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, she'll get it fixed, bro. Don't, don't worry, bro. Santa's gonna gonna make sure she she uh she she, she driving soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally and physically. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, oh, that's it, man. man. And, 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 it's a, and it's a and it's a shame. And it's a shame what Maria was subjected to yesterday, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to my Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, how did that go, Rodney? Oh man, she got me got me to work on time. Got me That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Super friendly too. Super, super nice. You know, I went to Jones commercial, man. You know, I, I was so. <laughs> I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to speak their language. You know, <laughs> you speak that Espanol like Bro Sanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just yeah. yeah we just need to end the segment with some salsa and cumbias right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm gonna queue up that Santana. Uh, I'm gonna queue up that Santana, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, uh, no, you know. Quick, quick mixtape alert. New Coffee and Beats mixtape drops tomorrow, as of this recording. Uh, or well, Friday, as of this recording. So, uh, yeah, check that out too, man. You know what I'm saying? Check that out, Coffee and Beats. Check out vibes and stuff. I finally got my setup fixed, so oh, I will be back on Twitch soon. So. There's a new B tape out too from Vibes and stuff, right?
Yeah, yeah. Therapy for yeah. B-Boys Volume 4, man. Check yeah, it out. Man. Dope, dope, dope. Dope yeah, take, get, your th- get your therapy, man. Get your sonic therapy. We all need Get it. all that. Get all that. Get all that. Like and subscribe, too. And we'll be out of here. We'll like be out of here. I got to go cut some heads, man. Yeah, I, I got to finally start working. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace. All right, peace. Peace.